0: Uh, it's Kelly Dixon. We're here for the Better Call Saul Insider Podcast. Today we're going to talk about episode 204, and uh, I'm here with the writer, Gordon Smith. Gordon, does this have a title yet? Uh, yes, this is Gloves Off. Gloves Off. Okay. Hey, welcome, Gordon. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for also having Also here with uh, with uh, Chris McCaleb, co-hosting. How's it going? Chris, what's up?
1: Oh, you know, just just killing it. <laughs> <laughs> <I> nice. <don't know. laughs> <laughs> like you do. Yeah, like you
0: do.
2: Also here with creators Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould. Greetings and felicitations. Wow. Hello. <laughs> Does anybody know what that's from? Felicitations. No. You got to be a nerd. Some somebody. Then somebody. Like. <laughs> what, what is it from? Star Trek. Oh, nice. Yeah. The episode with uh, the with the. Uh, felicitations. Greetings and felicitations. It was uh, that uh, original Star Trek with the uh, Squire Trelaney. Oh. Can't remember the title. Oh, yeah. Anyway.
0: Also here with uh, Ray Seahorn who plays Kim. Hi. Hello. We're here talking uh, about 204 on a Sunday morning. Thank you, everybody, for you know coming in on Sunday. We're almost done with our... Editing of uh, second season of Better Call Saul. We're
2: working on 209 and 210 right now. And we just did 205 podcast. Yeah. So. Yes. Well, I wasn't going to say that. But but you know, yeah. they let them know. How they, if if there are people listening to this, they have a keen interest in knowing how the sausage is yes. made. Might mm-hmm. as well give them everything. And we're yeah. here
3: on a Sunday, and we only have a limited time with Ray because... What's going on, Ray?
4: Uh because uh because I'm going to attend the the uh, Satellite Awards uh with Patrick Fabian who plays Hammond on the show and we're going to go and represent all of you guys cuz you uh, are busy working. And Kelly just told me to back off the mic.
3: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so Ray, well, what Ray, <laughs> Ray Ray what, what what's Patrick wearing?
4: <laughs> Things with see-through panels as well.
2: Yes, nice. oh, wait, so
4: you're wearing what? <laughs> no. Um I, I I there's two dresses um and uh, you gonna make a costume I change in the middle, like Cher? Con- <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, nice. Um, nice. I don't know how to convey enough through this microphone that uh, I am not jaded at all about this. I, I can't believe somebody's bringing over two glamorous dresses for me to wear. And, Ooh, um, nice. Oh, nice. And um, but they want the 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 strong opinion going around is that I should wear one of them that has a lot of see through panels. Okay. That makes me very nervous
2: since I usually wear Send us pictures and you <laughs> them on. Yes. Also the in-between. <laughs> see, see, through,
3: see through panels. Get big, big thumbs up from the side of the table. Apparently
4: are going be taped into it. So uh, that should be fun. Ooh. fun. Oh, my God.
3: Like, like
2: Gordon
0: does
3: when <laughs> yeah. he comes to
4: work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing it right up. now. Jonathan doing Banks that as we is speak. up for an award,
4: and Bob Odenkirk's up for uh, a satellite award. I am, um, oh, wow. and we're up for best drama series. Wow. So
2: yeah, fantastic! fantastic. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, Those satellite folks have a keen sense of good taste. That's true. They they are right. good folks. We've been to that before. Yes, uh, yeah. they're, they're I'm nice. Sorry nice to bunch be of sorry folks. to be
3: missing it this year.
2: And it's okay. a it's a very cool award too. The actual trophy is very cool. I saw cool. the trophy; mm-hmm. it does look cool. We, got, h- one, we got one. I hope right we
4: get to there. bring some bring some home.
3: It's it's like a Giacometti
0: with a with a satellite holding a, it s- holding a polished <laughs> it satellite yeah.
4: will you guys wear something with see-through panels for whatever you're doing for I I'm sure.
2: doing that right now I wear my special assless chaps no
4: <laughs> 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 Not the normal ones, the special ones? The special ones.
2: They're quite becoming. Do they make assed chaps? That, I wondered that, too. <laughs> Aren't those just pants? Yeah. That's, no, that no. It's, it's it's, that's it's, kind it's, of no, redundant.
4: they The yeah. same as pin number. It's redundant. It's, it's a, yeah, I think Yeah, the yeah. Are wow. You're not wearing
3: anything under your chaps. chaps.
2: You're Bad right. Word. Well, this is good, good, good points all. smart podcast was good, you guys. Bye. and again, that's all the time. we put round table. We've got garlic today. Oh, the inside scoop is so good. And, and this, this is, is how the, the sausage gets made. Yeah, and this is the day before uh, um, the second episode airs. Uh, oh yeah, yeah that's right, tomorrow as we yes. record this.
1: Oh yeah, we are so, we are airing now, aren't we? That's right. It's yeah. exciting. That so it
2: is exciting. So this episode that uh, you guys you guys killed it. Great job writing. Is this your second episode ever of TV? No, this is my third. 3rd I'm sorry, third, you did yeah. two last did year. Two this last is your season. third ever. Yeah. And you did a great job on this one. And this
3: was reteaming you with uh, Adam Bernstein. With Adam Bernstein, Love the Tom. amazing Adam Bernstein. Uh, I wish
2: we could get him on one of these. He lives in New York. He, he would be so damn good on this. He'd be funny, and he'd explain a lot about a lot of things i'd love to hear him explain but we i don't guess we'll ever get him on one of these i think it
0: would be tricky but it would yeah. be great it, it has, would be great can we have him conference called in skype him in or something skype him yeah. in that would be cool. hologram? hologram right we hologram. Skyped him into the no editing sound,
3: room just the hologram <laughs> yeah. adam, adam is one of is is one of uh, one of my special favorites when i was uh writer staff on on staff on breaking bad he's the director yeah. i worked with the most oh really and i learned so much from working with Adam. He's a great and, director. And, and, yes. and he's such a great director and, and so great for a writer to work with also. And mm. did
2: more Breaking Bads than anyone except Michelle McLaren, I believe. Oh, really? I believe mm. so. I believe that's correct. He was right up there at the, the top as far as having done the most of any. And Adam, Adam's was
3: special director because he's he's got an equal facility with comedy and drama. Yeah. He directed the pilot for 30 Rock but then he also wow. directed and scrubs and scrubs but he also directed a whole pass of, of episodes of Oz yeah. so mm, he go he go, really? he, he covers yeah. he, he covers the waterfront. A,
4: a, a half hour comedy did he really? Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that? Singles table with John Cho um, and Alicia Silverstone and a bunch of other people. Um, he was yeah. great.
3: Yeah, that's he's, cool. He's awesome.
2: Oh, yeah. that's neat. Yes, that's a and, very rare thing being able to do a half hour comedy and so, one hour right? drama as a director. That's and, very rare. And yeah.
3: he is he is married to the lovely Jessica Hecht. Yeah. also known as Gretchen so Gretchen Schwartz. That's right. So there you go. Mm.
2: That's right.
4: When you say he's a great director to work with as a writer, well, why? What makes a director? better for a writer
3: because i think he's he is so confident in his in his in in how this how, what he's doing that he's not worried if you if you say something to him or he'll ask you what you think yeah. and you never you never I, I never felt anyway maybe gordon you have the i never felt like i was intruding or he was feeling like i was looking over his shoulder he's just genuine just he's genuinely yeah. interested yeah. And so how how was that was that work for you nice. and uh, He's you know, confident
2: yes. enough to be collaborative, right. which yeah. sounds like an odd, ironic twist. That's a perfect way to put that. But I've it, never it's heard it's, that a, before. it's it's an odd. It sounds it sounds like uh, they're at cross purposes. But it, it, uh, yeah, it uh, he he knows his job inside and out. He knows how to do it mm-hmm. as with as little waste of mm-hmm. time and resources as possible. He's got a plan, and he will tell you his plan. And his plan, I was going to say, 99 times out of 100, 100 times out of 100, makes perfect sense. But if you say, "Well, could we get this instead, or could we get this in addition?", he'll say, "Okay, all right." And he'll find out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. But he is—he's uh, fast and he's good, and usually you get—you're lucky to get one of those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. but he gives you both. He's yeah, also—he's yeah.
3: also—he's done so much, and and, and like Vin said, he directed a lot of Breaking Bad. But he still prepares so deeply uh, you know he does he he really reads the script he reads every word of the description and he also he storyboards uh he's he's a he's a terrific yeah. he's a terrific artist and he'll storyboard oh, yeah? key, awesome. he'll storyboard key scenes he actually started as an animator so there you go so and, this is and this is the little adam bernstein tribute and, moment
2: and i want to modify something i just said you're lucky to get good even yeah. if you don't get it That's fast true. he gives you fast Let's on see. top of good hmm. uh, fast in and it of itself is not Although a lot of people tell you otherwise, that is not in and of itself a uh, a, a, a wonderful a, a wonderful virtuous no. achievement in, I've in television. I've
4: had directors too, and it's like, um, yeah. yeah, then you just get a um, a, a technical show, yeah, not yeah. a storytelling show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you,
2: as uh, Kelly will tell you, sometimes you get uh, you need more stuff once you're in the editing sure. room, way more stuff. Anyway.
3: Okay, oh, Kelly, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Kelly. This has never happened yeah, before. Yeah. Feel better, oh. Kelly. Do
2: you want to say goodbye to the fans? Goodbye, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm really,
0: really sick. I got I to gotta run. So, But I'll be back.
2: Yeah, we'll feel better. Right, Kelly, you, better, you need Kelly. someone to drive you home? No, I think I'm okay. Are, Are you sure? Yeah. All right. All right. Jen will help. Um, Jen's hey, out hey, there. I'm really sorry, you better,
3: sorry. No, don't, you don't be Feel s- better. Yeah, feel better. better. We're sorry you're not feeling well. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, yeah. Bye,
3: Kelly. Kelly's hi, such hi, a hi. trooper.
2: No, no, don't be sorry. Uh, so, Kelly, uh, just uh, for the folks listening, this is Kelly's podcast. Obviously, we wouldn't even be doing it without her. So this is a this is a uh, your this is a new one on us. It's yeah. just uh, we Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Kelly for the next forty-five <laughs> minutes, but uh, we're sorry she's not feeling good. Yeah, but,
4: uh, and uh, she 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 has Chris here, the wonderful Chris here to That's help. Right. Anyway. That's true, and I
1: have the notes that she took, and I have the notes that I took
3: as well.
2: Right on. Nice. So just we will soldier the, on about yeah. the
3: episode. Um, and, I of have one the, more, sorry. and of course the last episode that you and Adam collaborated yeah. on was Five O, which was one of the, one of yeah. folks, folks keep telling me it's one of the, one Some of, of the critics fa- liked that one. One of their <laughs> favorites for <laughs> season one. <laughs> I was very lucky with that. And I, I think, you And you, you know, were, you were Emmy nominated for that. I I, yeah.
1: I can't remember <laughs> if, right. if did we do the podcast bitch. about that prior to the Emmy nominations? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what uh, what's that like? The first episode of television that you've ever written. It gets nominated for an Emmy. Is that a what kind of pressure does uh, that put on?
0: It puts a lot of pressure.
2: On you. Yeah, Gordon, how is that? <laughs> uh, it, w- Are you doing it was all weird, right? and I was
0: very lucky, and um, you know, it was lucky in the break because because you know we'd been working on that material for a while, and it was like, and then it was like, oh, this is going to be the time to do it, and it was going to be my my episode, and I'm like, oh. Shit. <laughs> like, because it's, it's there's so many ways it? to screw it you up. You
4: decide the order of the writers and then it just turns out that, yeah. that it was time for that story to happen or was it you're always going to be paired up with the big Jonathan Banks story and the batting oh, so wasn't orders wasn't kind of m- done m- in advance,
2: yeah. and then mm-hmm. the chips fall where they
1: may. Yeah. Yeah. is the ah. is the batting order? Is it just arbitrary? It's like Gordon's gonna do this one. You're gonna do this one. Is, it, without knowing like this is the Kim episode. This is the
2: all else being Mike equal. equal you kind of right. we kind of have, and there's no wrong or right way to do it. But I guess all else being equal, we kind of seniority. Uh, Senior folks would go earlier, and the the folks who hadn't been doing it as long would go later. But, but we uh, mix we mix that we, up. we mix that up. we we have, we used to do that more in the past. We mm-hmm. mix it up a little more now.
3: Yeah. And it's it's also who who had who was who finished last season and opening. The other thing is that we since we have. Uh, this season, uh, season two, we had three writer directors in the room and that causes all kinds of, all kinds of scheduling havoc. Right. So, so that's, that's, those are the, those are the things that, that go into thinking about the batting order, but we just, yeah, we we have the, the feeling and I, I think it's, it served us well, is that everybody in the, on the staff can write for every character and every tone, and there's no there's nobody who has. I know there are other shows where you hear somebody's a specialist in one character or, yeah. or will punch up the dialogue yeah. for that character, and and sometimes people get the impression that that was Saul Goodman for me uh, on uh-huh. Breaking Bad, and sure. it definitely was not because some of the my favorite Saul Goodman dialogue came from from uh, Sam Catlin or Tom Schnauz, or you know some of the other or Jenny Jenny Hudson and they're just just wonderful uh, I, I think we all have pride of ownership on on the show and on these characters yeah. and uh, we all get to kind of put our oar in when we're breaking the episode and hopefully give the, give the writer uh, a good a good start on yeah. things. But mm. this having said that, uh, so it is sort of a, just a, it was just sort of a luck of the draw that again, um you got a great big Jonathan Banks episode. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
0: Yeah, so this is and so I have my my Jonathan Adam episodes and then and then my my Colin Jimmy heavy episodes. That's, true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's both true. seasons. So. It's funny how that when I was yeah. on
2: X-Files the first three or four episodes not counting the very first one that I that I had were Rob Bowman episodes and it was great working with him. Yeah. It's it's it actually is a good thing you get to work with one director. Especially if you like that director, yeah, uh, yeah. For, for many times.
0: I mean, that was you know backing up to to working with Adam, especially on that first episode. But across the board, it's like the the degree of experience that he has relative to the degree of experience I have. He he had every right to not listen to anything I I said, but he was very he had exactly as you say the the, the confidence to be collaborative, where it would be like. You know, I'd, I'd come up to him and be like, ah, you know, can we is, is, can we try something with this, or can we, you know, run run another one with with this adjustment, or just something that was that that I felt like we weren't getting, and he'd be like, sure. You know, mm. he, sometimes he didn't agree, and he'd oh, let yeah. me, and he'd let me know, but he'd also be like, all right, sure, we can we can try that if there's if it's something that you yeah. feel like you're missing, because you've you've got a, you know, as the writer on set, you're we're yeah. supposed to be there to be like, mm-hmm. we have a longer view of kind of what. And what the story is and what's yeah. what's going to happen next and things that we're tracking. So and so that, he he was always open to, to things even if he wasn't like
3: Yeah, that's great. And He's that's, that's been great at translating writer speak into yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's, director speak. Yes.
0: Oh, that's a speak. very good point because yeah. of course, just you know, just boiling it down and being like just this intention. The directors, and, you know, yeah, oh, you know the great. directors
3: are the ones who are responsible for talking to the cast. I mean, just it's something's very that we feel really strongly about is mm-hmm. is empowering because we have such a murderer's row of directors on yeah. this show, yeah. and on Breaking Bad too, is that those they they really do They're a wonderful so job. Though. So really so if 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 a writer has Strong. a thought that you know, it, of course it goes it goes through the director.
4: I think it helps. Speaking from the actor's point of view, I've been on shows where multiple people are allowed to direct the actor and um, walk right up to them and, and you sometimes get conflicting notes and even some power struggles about which note are you now going to follow now that we're rolling oh, and it's man. it's oh hard. Um, all of our directors, yeah, they're very collaborative and they also have a lot of um, actors speak vocabulary which I think is helpful it's not that i don't understand the point of view that you i've spoken to you and it's fun to get to talk to the writers too i love that you guys send the writer down of the episode um for people that don't know that that, uh whoever the episode writer is comes down to albuquerque as well and you get to talk to them about the story but then those vocabulary that all of our directors have that's like the acting vocabulary that helps like i think the simplest way i could put it as an actor is it's um objective versus qualitative to tell someone like she's just angrier here is going to take us hours because what i think angry is and what you think angry is and what kim does and like what that looks like yeah. is in- extremely interpretive but talking to somebody about their objectives in the scene of what you think they're going for is and adam does it very very yeah. well and very efficiently but also very collaboratively mm-hmm. he's happy to hear what you think you're thinking
2: mm-hmm. that's yeah that was well put that uh, i wonder if I wish we had him here to ask him. I, I wonder. Oh, Adam. Yeah. Well, I mean, being married to a very fine Broadway actress, uh, I wonder if part of—I don't know—that that he must. I would think uh, he's been doing an awful long time. I think he'd have a good viewpoint on on the actor's point True. of view, regardless. But maybe that helps too. True. I don't know. He does. But uh, so this is this episode. Uh, boy, we got some we got some fun stuff in this episode. <laughs> Was this uh, harder to write? Easier? or are they all? They're all kind of. Uh, I I, I, I already know the answer I to this. Mean they're all kind of they're the all same. Miserably hard. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like
0: they were. You know, this one was uh, tr- tricky to break because it wasn't. It was, I feel like both th- both both seasons I've. I, I've been lucky, with the first first episode broke a little easier than the second episode because my second episodes have both f- started. We've been breaking when production started, mm-hmm. which oh. meant that everything kind of goes crazy. Yeah, Does so breaking
2: mean
4: an outline or the note cards?
0: Note cards.
2: This, those, those, yeah, these cards we're looking at. So yeah.
4: having all of them in place means the episode's broken.
2: That is yes. correct, and it and, is the hardest part of the process. I uh, well, I uh, for me anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. if I if I'm gonna and i have so seldom actually write scripts nowadays, but if if we break an episode and then I have to go write it, it takes time to write it and it's it's not it's not easy but the hardest part by far just me my opinion is the breaking and it takes longer too breaking yeah. this we're looking at the for the folks at home we're looking at the at a three by five foot uh, cork board with a with a whole shit ton of uh, index cards uh, written in Sharpie pen on it and it represents the episode this one's 204. And probably breaking this one took on average they take about three weeks. Yeah, this is a
0: little longer than that, but not not too much. I think and this, this, this and that's three
2: weeks, three weeks of of in in man hours or whatever you call them, person hours. Now it's times seven people times yeah. however many. It's uh, it's all hands on deck. It, and, it takes a and lot. And Isn't when it? we
3: finish, when we finished it, it, actually has no number on the board until we finished, and then then right. we write the number, the number, and put there's put it up. Ceremony. And there's a ceremony. Put yeah. everyone, all everybody who's available comes into the room. We watch <laughs> really? that last card go up, and we all applaud.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's Seriously, awesome. yeah, yeah
1: and yeah, they give and then they give one of the writers a rose and then they have to leave beautiful. they're that's done they vote, they vote them off the writers room it's yeah. true
3: but they have Which a rose this why it
0: gets harder as the season goes along because yeah. fewer and fewer people yeah and fewer roses well, too yeah. literally it's a fun it,
3: Gordon's joking but because folks are out writing and there's and folks are out uh out, out supervising their episodes or what f- for whatever it does it starts thinning out Yeah, there and, a- and there have been times when it's been just you know two or three people in the room trying to keep I, well, things I've had going it, I've
2: had it well, one time it was like two people yeah, uh, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, really. I, I, yeah. I had once yeah. <laughs> on Breaking
3: Bad I was just me in the room did you clap and, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> and I was sitting there and I thought what What can I do that would be productive and so I wrote an outline of one of the previous episodes yeah. so that was, that was that was how I spent uh, my day that day
0: yeah. <laughs> there were a couple <laughs> stretches on this episode where it was like it was it was me and Anne and Heather in in the room just because you guys were you guys had obli- other obligations for just a couple of like days mm-hmm. out of the room here and there. And then while you were out t- because one, two, and three had already been broken, so Jenny and Jonathan and Tom were taking their time to start working on outlines and stuff. So so yeah, there was there was some time like that. yeah. Too. which was fine. It was it, I, I like that time because it was a good time for us to sort of consolidate some ideas and put them up on the board and be like, what do you think of these
1: ideas? <laughs> well, like. and when when you start breaking this story, knowing that Tuco is going to be in it, spo- I mean, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the episode already,
3: <laughs> you're kind
2: of a dumb. Yeah, that's a mistake. turn, that's turn a it off. That would be a mistake. Press yeah,
1: pause true. on your audio player, and then go press play on your uh, device of choice
3: to watch the show. As, as great as the podcast is, I have to say, I think the show is is quite a bit better. <laughs> and don't say device
2: of choice. Tell them to watch it on a big honking 60-inch yeah, flash screen. Yeah, right. don't watch it on your phone. Don't watch it on your phone. 3D, well, but 4K. I'll, like,
1: like, I'll watch, sometimes I'll, I'll watch things through, a you know, through the uh, cable provider, you know, internet, you know, on-demand type thing, and I'll plug it into my big screen. So you can watch it. All I'm saying You're is, like a NASA let's get an engineer. Chris has arrived here from the future. We know. have the technology.
2: Tell us about um, the future, Mister yes. McCaleb. <laughs>
1: It's a dark place. Is it? It's, a, it's Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, which oh. you can now see on CISO.com or CISO. Oh. The, the NBC Universal's platform has Seriously? brought back Garth Marenghi's Dark oh. Place. Garth Marenghi. It's yes. entire in HD, I believe,
2: wow. for the oh. first time. Oh, that wow. That makes, makes up mastered. from Animal. Yeah. That was on
1: I NBC. <laughs> <That> was
2: <laughs> on, I think that was NBC. It was um, a, a guy was a, a guy could turn into any animal. Uh, he was a it was a Can yeah, You tell that from the title. You can just feel right how everything animal? has gone
3: completely off the rails yeah, without Kelly. Yeah, yeah. 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 She leaves. was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. complete yeah. chaos this is, this is without Kelly. Kelly was the glue but that like, held it all no, together. But,
1: obviously. But when when you know that Tuco, when you hope that or you want when you write that Tuco is going to be in the episode, yeah. How? What are the practical? ramifications of that like do you have before you can even write it do you have to reach out to the That's actor and be wonder, like is this possible it would be a damn smart thing to do it? It would be
2: smart yeah. we, well we we did
0: we yeah. started pro- yeah. we, i mean when we started thinking about it you guys reached out and were like let's or, or get or it. Melissa, we start yeah.
2: accurate melissa bernstein reached yeah out. melissa yeah.
0: started the conversation yeah it took took some time to sort of finalize that yeah but we'd we'd, we'd broken it by the time that was all finalized yeah. i think um, and really? It, so you,
4: you break it not knowing if they're available? <laughs> like, what do you, have you ever written a yeah, story and the person wasn't available? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: As a matter of fact, and you, we, you, and you are sitting here, we are all sitting here on mm-hmm. this Sunday because of it. Mm-hmm. Why? We would all be sitting here, but we wouldn't have the, one, the, the, uh, the lovely uh, Jonathan Banks on our show, Better Call Saul, because his character was created... Because at the late season two of Breaking Bad, Saul Goodman was going to clean up the death scene uh, when Jane, the lovely uh, Kristen Ritter, who I hear is wonderful now on... Uh, I heard that show's awesome. She's on, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer, it's a really great show. Yeah, Jessica yeah. Jones. Yeah. It's awesome. And I'm sorry I have not seen it yet. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm, I am digressing wildly. Okay. So, but is, uh, when she died of the heroin overdose... Yeah. The next day, the scene needed to be cleaned up, and it was originally going to be Saul Goodman cleaning it up, and Bob was not available. Uh, We had written it for Bob, uh, written it for Saul, and Bob was not available, so we kind of scrambled at the last minute and came up with a character we didn't have a name for. I think we just called him the Cleaner. Mm -hmm. I didn't think we had the name Mike at that point. Oh, really? And Jonathan Banks, uh, and I remember... And we talk about this in the next podcast because we're doing these out of order. But I remember seeing about how you, you know, no longer audition actors live anymore. But right. we, I remember watching, you know, what actors are we going to see for this part? And all of a sudden, there's Jonathan Banks on this little tiny screen on our on our computer monitor in the in the writers' room. And I said, "Oh shit, it's Jonathan Banks! I love this guy from uh, from from Wise Guy. Yeah. That was appointment viewing for me back in the '80s. Mm. Me and my buddies at uh, NYU." It's uh, Jonathan Banks. Oh my God, he came in and read for us. <laughs> he deigned to read for us, and uh, and he was and he was fantastic. And we wouldn't have uh, Mike. It if. Was, if not for and I swear to god this leads back to a question originally with the, with the question about the uh, have we ever booked uh, right. booked the uh, broken a story before
4: you knew they were available. Exactly. Were available. That's wow. That
2: that digression only took like the last half hour but hopefully it was <laughs> somewhat <laughs> worth it. That's cool. It yeah, a you cool know, story. I know think I, people will love hearing it. And, and that. I think it Unless changed I've told it before and I don't remember I think it changed really I think
3: it changed Saul Goodman too because yeah, Saul, it did. Saul as we got to know him I think that would have been that would have been a tough a tough thing for him to. Do definitely to clean up yeah, to clean definitely. to walk in. He would not have taken hold of Jesse uh, the, way, the, way that Ma- the way the way that Mike could. But it he was would have ri- slapped him. It know. was yeah. written. It was written for. I remember reading the version with Saul, and it was great. But Saul was uh, Saul got his hands more dirty. Then, then, uh, then, Which, then I he mean, ended up. Then he, then he end, would end up doing. We should it, see and if we could put back. that out there. That like would the, be amazing
2: on the internet or something. Get it this out there. Yeah. The, the, version the, the, the version was sold. Yeah. just for it's, the hell of that, it. It's yeah. really interesting
0: too, because as you say, I, Peter, it's like. I think never mind what what Saul in Breaking Bad would have done it's really hard to imagine Jimmy McGill getting to that point Absolutely. like, yeah. like yeah. what I, I can I, I we you know right. we talk a lot about like what is it going to take to turn this guy mm-hmm. to get him to the point where he's cleaning up that like that it just feels so physical and so hands on and so it just seems so different cleaning and, and up I mean, a, young, a young woman who's died of yeah, a drug overdose yeah, like it's, Jimmy McGill it seems so I, I don't know yeah. how it would get to that mm-hmm. that well, guy we'll,
3: that yeah. seems like an even bigger this, you know you just, just maybe realize we made a terrible mistake with this show is never we should stop now it's Holy, never uh, we might stop this podcast I think we, I we, think gotta, we can get I'm gonna Jimmy have to, to, I have to Saul go curl up, I have to go curl up in the corner this is impossible <laughs> but I guess my
0: point is it's, I think I, I can imagine getting Jimmy to Saul it, but that's like getting Jimmy to Mike yeah that's true really. that's true and like yeah. that transformation that's seems a very, a, a, a very different place I can understand Mike getting to that point because of the things that we've you know learned about him here and, yeah. and knew about him before but Jimmy seems a little bit so Tuka just, was available Tuka was available
2: <laughs> Tuka <laughs> for the Ray, Ray Cruz is and, 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 yeah. And, and, yeah. and glad we are of that yeah. yes. because uh, he's great in it. Ray Cruz is great in this episode. well, well and the
1: first taste that, it, we, that he's going to be in the episode is in the teaser that great teaser when you know you, you're, you're with Mike and something's wrong and then you reveal holy shit mm. somebody really yeah. beat the hell out of him and then he's got the little charms
2: the, 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 that the, we uh, recognize the, the, yeah the, uh, the necklace with the boxing gloves exactly that look like testicles yeah. uh, from close, <laughs> some To Which some is, people. Which is,
0: you know, if you yeah. didn't notice, if you didn't recognize oh, our hope, if you didn't recognize them from from Breaking Bad, but the the shock of of Mike's eye would be enough. Yeah. To oh, and absolutely! And I think they the, like massive shout out to our VFX team yes. because that eye is. It's, I, I hadn't seen it when the final... Well, I saw the final VFX, yeah. like, when we did the mix, and was like, oh, my God. Like, it was not there on set. It so was, what there was just makeup effects, and there were some tracking dots, but... uh Almost all of the swelling and stuff like that is, oh, really? is VFX. Yeah, yeah because well, Jonathan in couldn't five. handle
3: the and, and especially the, into, and, oh, the makeup. And that's that's and that like of course that. is due to uh, that's Bill Palowski, yeah. uh and and of course working with uh, Diane Mercer yeah. and Bill's Bill's people just doing I, I think an incredible job. You would never know that that wasn't. A swollen eye or uh, or makeup, and it, when when Gordon refers to tracking dots, these are just little little tiny white dots yeah. that were around around his eye, and that was for uh, the digital team. They were just
0: little makeup. They were bits of light makeup. Yeah. They weren't yeah. even like like the sort of yeah. Perfect circle, dab dots. Yeah. And, and what that way.
3: enables them to do is to track exactly how uh, Jonathan's face was moving—not just not just moving in space, but how his how his muscles were moving around mm-hmm. his eye—and mm-hmm. duplicate that in the in the digit in the the swollen digital eye. I I, I I think it's I think it's an incredible yeah. like job. Some
4: form of motion capture or something.
3: It's uh, the, it's just reference marks. they so the are Deanna, they from the future? They,
2: they, they are <laughs> they are they <laughs> are, they the are there from a future much further. Than Mr. Caleb, yeah, Caleb is from they they know that's many amazing. they all yeah. wear unitards where they're from that's right I would not yeah I would not look good in a unitard shout shout in I can't get that shout far. out to
3: all to, to Bill to and all, all the folks in unitards out there yes. were, yeah. working, working on this. and to the
2: unitard makers mm-hmm. and the reason we did this and we didn't just do it just to test the limits of Bill's uh, folks uh, their their uh, their skills and artistry uh, there's there is some Colored makeup around the eye on yeah. on Jonathan, but the spirit gum that would have been necessary to apply a some sort of a silicone appliance would have been tough on Jonathan. Uh, so so yeah, so that swollen eye is 100% created Crazy. in a computer, and mm-hmm. it's and it's, it's incredibly a, it's well done. A, I, I defy see. anyone. To, to figure that out on their own. it's, it's it, we really are living in the future. It's amazing what I they could do now. It. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, uh, that's right. You haven't you haven't seen this episode. Yet. <laughs> I that's
4: right. I'm actually literally behind it's the listeners of it.
2: this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. And By the way, <laughs> you're not the first. You're in it. It's, it's you're, good. You're, you're not the first. It typically it's winds up when like we like record these a lot of the folks we have on have not seen them. I like bet. So, right. so it happens or a if lot. You've actually, seen them
0: in their final forms, even. Right. Like it's that's true. But. And but yeah, is, this is, is it's an impressive feat. But let's did,
2: talk. So. Let's talk about Ray in this because yes. she's got to go before too long.
3: And Kim, Kim gets uh, the the shit hits the fan because of no, what Jimmy yeah. did. Jimmy yeah. did in the previous episode, yeah. and, and poor Kim is getting the brunt of it. The brunt of the shit from the fan. Yeah. totally blindsided. Yeah,
4: yeah, and we talked a little bit about it in the two hundred five one, just the, the fact yeah. that he's he has lied to
2: my yeah. face. And, so we can uh, talk about some yeah. more though. It's it's that that's a it's a big lie. Yeah. It is. Yeah,
4: it is. And, um, and as I said on the other podcast, I thank you guys so much for uh, giving the character the space to realistically take that in as people. We'll find out, like, it's it's an authentic processing of this information. And like you asked, like, what is, is that a particular line in this hand? And I do think that's on her short list of, um, clearly she doesn't trust a lot of people and is a bit yeah. of a loner and, and she does trust him and the fact that he has done something untrustworthy and lied to her. I think that's yeah. really, really hard. Yeah. Um, but she takes his intentions in a lot and she takes his, um, thought process. Processes a lot, and also like we talked about that idea of a survivalist instinct and what causes people to behave the way they behave. Um, I think it's it'll be interesting for me to see um, how she takes him back in and, and what you do with your guard once it's up.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. even if yeah, we don't even know yet. Uh, yeah, they could, maybe, this could break. This them could up. be it. This could be. I, it. ho- I hope it's not. <laughs> I, so. I hope not. I hope it's but not. But well, I,
3: I think Jimmy's not. Jimmy's not none too sure that he had this might. This might be the break yeah. between right. them because yeah, after right. all, he it took years for them to get together. You know, in episode yeah. one, and maybe this maybe he's just thrown away this relationship, which is which is so really very important to him.
2: And I think we talked about it maybe a little last year, so we don't need to hit it too hard here. But but just to refresh again, how the sausage is made. we, we didn't we never completely nailed it down. I mean, in your mind, when they go to bed uh, mm-hmm. in episode 201 uh, of this new season, is is that the first time they've ever been together, or in your mind? or In
4: or, my or, mind, no. But yeah. I know that the, those are things that I leave open when people ask, like, with writers like you guys that... Right, So, you know, such deep stories that, uh, and people's truths and background unveil themselves sometimes at a later time, um, as well as where they're going sometimes gets revealed at a later time. Um, what do you do? And It's like, it's a, it's a jigsaw puzzle. And you're getting um, sometimes broad strokes, mm-hmm. to, and then I'm going to do the, um, the small strokes off of it, the, the fine-tuned detail work. And then sometimes I'm getting detail work, sharing a cigarette with somebody. Um, cleaning up a trash can without having being, having to be asked means I know you've done it a million times, you yeah. know, uh, in episode one of season one. Um, right. Knowing that you use sex robot voice,
2: um, that <laughs> was a clue to me of like, that's we true. at least discussed sex. You yeah. either did it to
4: me or told me that you did it to someone else, which is also a level of intimacy. Yeah, that that's you true. Talk about that's it. true. I have right. not freaked out. I am not alarmed in any way that you're calling in the middle of the night in that yeah. episode in season one. So you have, there is before. no restraining
2: order apparently. So. No, <laughs> um, it's not
4: odd. I'm, I tell him, uh, I'm not talking dirty to you without him asking. So that has been solicited before. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, you do you on that one, it was like, I was given fine, fine tuned details and then started painting in my broader picture in my mind, which I know could change. And it'll be interesting to take that in In my mind right now. That was, uh, not new behavior, but it was visited in a new way. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's why I said before, and I did it on Talking Saw with you guys, that uh, the moment before the kiss to me was far more important than the kiss. Yeah, It's the negotiation of, yeah. we're going to revisit something. I think they probably had drunk sex, and I think they probably had, s- and I was glad cool. that we weren't drunk. I think it was yeah. important uh-huh. to me and Bob and Tom that we were not drunk in that scene, that it was a decision. Um, but and they I say think they buzz driving
2: mean, is just as bad as drunk driving now. So... <laughs> I yeah. don't know.
4: I think, uh, I think Jimmy and I walked. Here's yeah. um, a bike. I was on the handlebars. There Tell me you go. That's a deleted oh, yeah. scene. It would have been cute. It's a deleted scene. Oh, yeah. We, we should have Hey, wait a them. minute. We
3: haven't done... You know, it's, the show's not over Fly yet. We right? across the moon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
4: turn on your hot light. Uh, so, yeah. I think, I think they also have had versions of attempts at relationships before. And... um and they decide to come on it from a new place that I think is a very different new place. So, in a way, it's new.
2: There it might have been more, I am guessing, more of Kim's idea than Jimmy's that they had taken a break. Taking a break. Because he, he's always, it's clear from the very first episode of the first season that he's, he's got a real, uh, uh, what's, what's the old term? Uh, carrying a torch. Carrying a torch, yes, yeah. for uh, for Kim.
4: Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I would agree that the times when she was like, "I don't think this is working," it was a bit of a one-sided conversation. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> as it usually is with men and women. Yes. this yes. isn't working. No, yeah. it is. It but is. But I know it. It is. I think right. Sex would help our relationship. <laughs> right.
5: Yeah, I mean,
4: I, I do. I think it's like, you know, and she has, and you guys have written her so well that I'm um, making that, uh, that beautiful definition between. The amazing job it is to be a supporting character, actor, actor, and not being ancillary. They don't need to be synonymous, right. and you guys have done that, um, that she's her own person. And she and I imagine that they attempted to have relationships, and it's never out of a lack of love for him. But I told you, you know, I've, 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 I've got to get my career going, and I need to get up at 6 every morning, and you have parked on the front lawn again, <laughs> wasted <laughs> at 6.10. And, you know, I think it's just always stuff like that. You're not getting it. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I thought it was uh, old behavior visited in a new way. Yeah,
2: I love the way you put that. Yeah. I love the thought. You uh, you guys listening will hear in next week's podcast uh, some amazing the attention to te- the attention to detail yes. that Ray gives, the thought that you you put into this character and it, it's just really uh, some impressive stuff. My
4: whole cast, and, uh, thank you. Yes. Well, they yeah, really do. they really do. And like um, people, when people say like, "What's it like to be on a set with Michael McCain and Bob Odenkirk?" Jonathan Banks as as a character himself a larger than life character but then also these people that are legends of comedy are they cut ups or are they making jokes the whole time i was like on one level i think you it's a it's a dream come true sitting around talking to these guys but on the other level i think it would be disappointing to some people that like it's just all nerdy is what you're talking about we yeah. just discussed the details of like do you think we've talked about this before do you think like you know, if he makes you coffee, do you, does he know how you like it, or did you? Yeah. Is he purposely not making it the way you like? <laughs> like um, that's what we do. That's what we do on set. We it, love it. it. I, I love it. Love I it, love, I it. love it. And, and love it
3: that I love it. that we're, nobody asks us to nail it all down yeah. in, the, in dialogue. Which is, I mean, Thank not that not that you guys yeah. would, but yeah. that's that's so frequently a problem. In show business, where where the writing the writers are asked to wait, this isn't clear. Have they slept together before or not? Mm-hmm. And then they're basically Then you suddenly hear a dot line of dialogue. Like, well, when I mean, we last time we slept together three years ago, and then it turned <laughs> right? into this. Right. And yeah. I don't want to repeat the cycle that we've yeah. been in before. And all those, and where things, you all call those... people like sister over yes. and over. of yes. just Karen. How long have we been brothers? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that example. And, <laughs> and, and what's wonderful <laughs> is that you guys you guys make oh, make choices, and they're all crystal clear. Yeah. They're crystal clear. For, the, for all of us and it's uh, you also don't make
4: us say our thoughts which is really a gift and that's that's unusual too it's not on the nose writing where right. um, you have to state your emotions or your thoughts because who does yeah. it's actually usually a very manipulative thing in a conversation to be yeah. that direct yeah. Yeah. I
0: think some of the things I mean we spend a lot of time here in the room trying to, to work out some of those things. So we may not have, we, we may not put in the script all of the things that we think of for your backstory, but if we're there and you have a question, we've probably talked through some part right. of it. Yeah. Or we've talked through the thought process. We'll be, so that we can say, I mean, does it make sense for this action to take place? Does yeah. it make sense for her to do this thing? Why would she do that? What would the thing that that could have and it, mm-hmm. it may not it may never make the script it may never make make it on screen, yeah. but it's something that we know so that we feel like okay, that makes sense yeah. that, that's oh, no. and you that's how yeah There's and then we can just say it, and whether tell. it's whether it's something that like like Kim's backstory, as long as it feels like it's consistent enough that we can we can sort of hold it in our heads mm-hmm. then and then we can give it if you if you need it and then we can sort of, rough it in you know like uh, that's absolutely right uh, and this episode uh, M- Michael Mando who has a, a this is a lot of this is a very nacho this is, I think our yeah. heaviest nacho episode to, to, to date true it, to date. He, had, he had a lot of uh, uh, a lot, you know and he did a great job mm-hmm. but he had some questions like about his backstory and stuff that that we we hadn't seen that much of him yeah. pri- prior to this, so I was. I, I sat down with him, and, and we had some Thai food, and he was like, okay, well, what, what is this part of my backstory? Okay, how does that fit with this? How does that fit with this? How does this mm-hmm. fit with this? And I was like, well, don't hold this in. Don't hold this too, too tightly right. because it's just stuff that we've sort mm-hmm. of talked about, but here are some ways to sort of think about it because they were the stuff that we talked about
3: about the character, so... Mm-hmm. And, and the, the great thing is, though, that we, we always give ourselves the option of, if it's not on screen, if it hasn't been said, we give our, ourselves the mm-hmm. options of, uh, of going back and maybe changing our minds. Mm-hmm. I mean, most obviously, at the end of season one, we – had no idea <laughs> that jimmy had gone into that hallway of the court uh, the court hallway and, and said what he says to kim at the beginning of this season mm. so so right. it just right, right, just right, right, because right. we didn't know that doesn't mean it didn't happen or i always think about That's breaking true. bad when we realized that uh teo and gus had bad blood between them and we had to ask ourselves well, one of these two have been, in it, and we did. They were in a scene together before we knew that. Yeah. And and is there room? Is there room in the story to to make that to make that leap going yeah. going back? And, and so we're, uh, it's it's an interesting, it's it's interesting the things that get nailed down, the things yes. that we think, mm-hmm. the things that change, that even that evolve. Maybe yeah. evolve is the right. This is also, by the way, one of the evolutions here, is that uh, we have this this scene with um Jim Beaver. Uh, playing back, playing Lawson again. Yeah. And we learned something about Mike. I don't know that we've said before. Did we ever say that Mike, I mean, it's implied in the scene, I think that Mike was in
2: Vietnam. Did we know that before? Have we ever said that? I don't think so. I do recall that we talked from the earliest days that he was a Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we ever nailed that down, though. But it, it does sound very the way uh, Gordon wrote this uh, wonderful scene. It is very strongly implied, or inferred, or, or it can be inferred with a fair degree of uh, confidence that uh, he was uh, he was a sniper. I'm thinking a marine, a marine sniper in yeah. uh, in yeah. uh, in Vietnam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but,
1: and, uh, that's oh, go ahead. No, no. Well, I was gonna say another thing I I love about this scene and the writing in general is that what is being said. Is ultimately kind of has nothing to do with what's going on in the scene. That Mm -hmm. what what you're he's just describing what these guns do, and is this too heavy, is this too light, is this whatever. Mm -hmm. But what's really going on is Mike (laughs) internalizing the decision that he's trying to make. Yeah. Can he rationalize himself into this? And at the end of it going, No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not only can I not do this, but this is a bad plan. Mm-hmm. This is a dumb thing that I, I nobody needs to be a part mm-hmm.
0: of. Yeah, which I, th- you know, there's a, the genesis of that scene and a lot of this episode. I think was trying to prove out something. You know that we we think of Mike as this super capable assassin, essentially from Breaking yeah. Bad, and we know he can do these things. Yeah, but the the real question is, what is he willing to do at this point? Like, is he? Right. We've seen him kill these two. Cops in 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 season one of Break uh, of Better Call Saul, is he a killer for hire now? Is he just open for all open for business? He'll do anything for a buck. Like, mm-hmm. is that who this this guy is? Right. And so we well, kind of wanted to prove that no, that there's a there's a huge difference between the revenge murder of someone who yeah. killed your son, Absolutely. and taking fifty thousand dollars to kill a you know a guy in the midst of a sort of an internecine drug battle. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we felt like that was an important piece to 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 explore here well
1: also it, it a lot like this show keeps coming back to the, the 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 divergent ideas of do the ends justify the means mm-hmm. versus following the rules yeah and and i mean that it's all over this episode it's even i mean that's literally what chuck and jimmy are talking about when jimmy goes to chuck's house It's like you always do whatever you think because you think the ends justify the means. And Chuck, without saying it is, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, life isn't let's make a deal. But if you, if you're willing to do whatever, it is
0: let's make a deal. Absolutely. And I like that. Backing up to something you were saying, Peter, about like what we little, little spaces that we leave open in terms of the ends justifying the means. We don't see what Chuck we, we don't see what Chuck does when when Kim leaves the room when, mm-hmm. when it, with with Hamlin and, and, mm-hmm. and Chuck. does he tell Hamlin fire her? Does he tell like is, is yeah. Chuck weighing in? So we know that we know how Jimmy reads that scene when he's like, you are doing this, but maybe mm-hmm. Chuck put his finger on the scale to try and get her right. more in Dutch. Yeah, we don't know We don't, we don't know we don't and don't that's know. something that we, we have yeah. an idea about like how that relationship played out, but we felt like that was something that was more that was better implied yeah. and that scene so between so. the
4: two of them was another great one just like the, the terrible heart-wrenching um showdown in uh between the brothers in season one that was painful i think partially as the audience and, and even sitting there watching it i um, on stage was that that chuck has a point you know this idea of writing either person to be the obvious mm-hmm. um yeah. foil or the idiot or an argument with no leg to stand on like it's just not as interesting as yeah. what you guys are writing and what mm-hmm. you wrote in that scene it's, it's like chuck Chuck has a point. Like, yeah. why mm-hmm. are you—and you also get—you're starting to get why, why why, it's so terrible for Chuck to believe that it is possible to get ahead that way because it counters what he thinks he's built on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and
3: that's absolutely true. And I don't think we should rush past the fact that Jimmy, Jimmy hasn't gone to Chuck's house since mm-hmm. the end of season one, right, the last right, time right. he was there was, the, was 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 in that, that betrayal that, in that in that yeah. betrayal right. scene that that the that the, uh, the, the brilliant scene that Tom Schnauz wrote the the chimpanzee with a machine gun, mm-hmm. and now he go, the only thing that can bring Jimmy back to that house is 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 Kim mm-hmm. and trying to undo the damage that he's done. And I I, I think that scene the scene between the two of them so is is yeah. wonderful.
0: I, I think it works. I, it, it, what I like about it is there's there's this series of reversals that keep going for mm-hmm. both of them. So yeah. you start, and it's like Jimmy comes in, and he's ready to just like he's loaded, for it. Bear. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. loaded for bear. He's just left him in the basement where he's seen yeah. her, and it's like, oh, he's sick, he's shaking, he mm-hmm. can't sit up, he can't help himself, and it's like, I just want to punch you, yeah. but right. instead he he gets some water. This is his brother, and yeah. so cool. and, that, and that kind of like pattern yeah. keeps playing yeah. out through the scene, even with yeah. them with them. You Know the, the Chuck at the end being like, I'm not the bad guy. Michael McKean is just such a great, I like, love job. that line. line. I'm not absolutely. the bad guy, I am bad guy. But yeah. then immediately after that, he's just such a dick to him about being late for work. <laughs> so yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah, that swap
2: happens. And why this. is he late for work? Yeah, and he's yeah. late for work cause he because he stayed overnight yeah. to like yeah. take care of you, yeah, just, just play it, nursemaid.
3: Yeah, well, and you do see that. I mean, that's a wonderful, I love what you're saying. You see Jimmy as much as he might fight it he has such he has a reflexive decency yeah and and that is uh is that really is unlike unlike uh, unlike Saul Goodman that's <laughs> uh,
2: I, I, I tend to think if you could put these two brothers together and mm-hmm. merge their best qualities uh they'd make one perfect person right because there's uh, there is a lot i, I you know uh, people listening some may disagree but i think there's a lot good and admirable admirable about chuck mm-hmm. but uh there's a lot that's kind of calcified and rigid, and, mm-hmm. and and I don't know that he has the innate reflexive decency you speak of, but he has a, a more measured, thoughtful idea of of what is good, what is right, and what is true, and you know, mm-hmm. good versus bad, morality versus yeah. immorality. And and somehow, if you could merge these two guys together, you might have you know, Dr. Schweitzer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're they're interesting. I think interesting. He
4: doesn't own either. I feel, I always feel like Chuck and maybe this is I, I'm mixing up like what I've done is at my decisions of what's Kim's point of view, but there's a, uh, I feel like Chuck doesn't own that. He also has personal inven- vendettas and that, mm-hmm. that is an unethical thing to be carrying into work and, and day-to-day life in, in, in a lot of respects, but he's always blaming Jimmy for leading with that. Always. And, um, yeah. And, yeah. and Kim warns Jimmy in the nail salon scenes in season one a lot. And then, uh, just, because I always think of it as like, she's, she, she's not a knack, she's not a shrew, she's, you said, and the pool scene, episode one of, of this season, you said you wanted to be taken as a legitimate lawyer and finally mm-hmm. get ahead, and you wanted your Sandpiper case, and you're mad that you can't operate without Chuck's say so, so here's how you do that. Yeah. And you got in your own way. All I'm saying is, you, I, I'm trying to help you get what you said you wanted. Yeah. But he's like, personal vendettas, and everything's personalized, and I just feel like Chuck doesn't own that mm-hmm. and uh that's not ethical that's not a, yeah. you know like a yeah. pillar of justice and stuff um yeah. so I, I like seeing and when they're up against each other with that stuff and especially when uh jimmy starts saying like why don't you roll around in the dirt mm-hmm. too because yeah. nobody's totally clean and uh, and he doesn't mm-hmm. answer that part that's great yeah. well, well
1: duca is not the only cameo in this episode or can't mean cameo the only appearance of an of a character from the past the future past well, we mentioned future past. We yes. mentioned.
2: I want to talk a little more about Lawson before we're done too. But but yes, uh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, uh, you want crazy to talk? eight. Crazy eight. Yes. Yeah. The last episode, last time we saw Crazy Eight, was episode
0: three of Breaking Bad,
2: season one. Season one. It was a long, a time long time ago.
0: ago. Wow. Also, his death. His very memorable death also presided over by Adam Bernstein. So that was that's right. Oh, really? they were, they, yeah. They, nice. So they were very like,
2: oh, you killed me. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> He's um, been in four episodes of uh, the two shows. He's only been directed by two directors. Yeah. yeah. Me uh, and the pilot and then uh, Adam. And then yeah. Three episodes. Yeah. I remember yeah.
3: Season, season one. Uh, it was one of the first days that we walked in. You said, you know, maybe crazy. It's not dead. And part of it was that I think you had you liked Max so much. Max Arciniega,
2: who plays Crazy Eight, is such a sweet guy, such a, a fine young man, and an excellent actor. But you know what? She's not here to. I, if she were here, she'd she'd be reminding me. So I'm going to do it for her, uh, Kelly. It was as, it was Kelly as much as anybody. Oh, really? Because we were in the editing room of the pilot of Breaking Bad, and she said. I love him so much.
1: She really does.
2: I, yeah, I love you I know. love Crazy Eight so much. you got to bring him back. And I said, Kelly, for God's sake, the guy's dead. I mean, he's, <laughs> oh. he's just slopping around in this uh, meth chemical-filled RV. He's, he's dead. She says, well, I, I just love him so much. And, and I started to think about it, and I said, well, maybe one of those. I don't believe both those guys survived, mm-hmm. but maybe one of them.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, so i got to say, all, all credit to Kelly Dixon for uh, for. <laughs> for <laughs> Uh, crazy Eight yeah. surviving to episode two and three. Mm-hmm. And, but then we thought at that point, well really this guy <laughs> this guy's not a cat. He doesn't have nine lives here. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. But but then and then having him on this show it's just wonderful. And and I damned if this guy doesn't look on this I don't know how the better part of a decade later, he actually looks younger in this episode. That's, that's crazy. True. Without any makeup or any crazy visual effects. Oh. or anything, He actually somehow, and I think it's his fine acting because he's plays it more innocent. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he plays it. It's yeah. He's, he's fantastic. And yeah. like you, you see him almost like Jesse. And <laughs> then in, the, in yeah. those yeah. early days, yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. true. Kind of coming into crazy eight. Yeah. Hey, Hey, crazy eight. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And like, he's so nervous. And yeah. so just like, Okay. Yeah. okay. Little yeah. smiles. A little. Just like he's
3: got those big liquid brown eyes. Yeah. You know, yes. he's he's looking. He's he's looking. And, and, and he's uh, such a sweet and guy. And Ray Cruz is so.
2: Ray scary. Is so <laughs> even if even if you had yeah.
3: never seen Tuco Salamanca before. He is he is so he is so much to be reckoned with in that scene. And, yeah. and, yeah. and
2: uh, Michael Mando is 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 the perfect in between because yeah. he is. he's yeah. formidable. The character uh, yeah. Nacho's formidable, but he's a guy you think you could talk to. You could yeah. you could convince him of, to listen to reason. Yeah, yeah. My, and, and no Michael Mando he's great at cover. that stillness. That yes. stillness
4: and that Slightly innocent face. It's like open yeah. enough that you think you have a chance, yeah,
2: which
3: yeah, is yeah.
5: sort of more dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, which, there's
3: a dynamic between them that I, I'll admit. I always think of uh, Doctor Strangelove and uh, Peter Sellers Group Captain Mandrake. Yes, uh, with with Captain uh, with, with, uh, General Jack D. Ripper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's being it's being the logical one, talk trying to talk down this guy with this, this flaming temper and just handling him. You and said every
2: feed me, and I was feeding you, Jack. I feed you, Jack. Yes. Um,
3: to get, getting
1: back to the scene, forgive me if I am not remembering, but was the lie detector a thing that was from Breaking Bad, or is that a new oh, good concept for Tuco?
0: Think that
2: was, it was new. It was new. Yeah. It just seemed like the kind of batshit crazy thing he would do. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Oh no! It, absolutely. Well, That's it, why I, I wondered it, if that was just something I didn't remember. You know,
3: it, it, when I, uh, I, I I had I had written Tuco uh, way back in uh, season one of Breaking Bad, and then I got to write a little bit of Tuco in season two. And the first thing I did was to go back to George Masters' script that introduces, uh, introduces Tuco. Yeah. And it is both, both the script, he wrote, George wrote two, uh, two episodes, two Tuco-centric episodes of Breaking Bad. And they are like an encyclopedia of, of Tuco. And he talks, Tuco talks about the things that are going on in his head. And, uh, and Gordon, Gordon, I think, picked up on that lie detector uh, which just sound it's 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 a it's a primo primo Tuco yeah. moment. Yeah. But we haven't. I mean, I think one of the things when we were talking through it, it's it's
0: as much as this is tu- Tuco feels like he you know sp- sprang fully formed from the head of Athena, but he. Is a little a few steps back from where I he is in right. He's not. He he's on this. He's col- well? he's taking collections from from the dealers on the street. So yeah. that's a little bit earlier in his journey mm-hmm. than than yeah. we saw him in, in Breaking Bad. So, you know, we try kind of sort of imagine how he would be dealing and how, how he would be keeping order mm-hmm. with his his street level people. I
1: find it very interesting that they do it in a very public place. I mean, they are they're hiding in broad daylight. Right. Right.
2: That's true, but I feel like sight. I feel like they they terrorize that poor guy. Oh, absolutely! The that what, guy, what a yeah. face that, that actor yes. has! He, 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 he did a I great job. oh yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. I Can't wait for you to see it. Yeah.
0: That also goes back to I mean, when we were pitching it, we were talking about the possibility of this being because um, when they meet in the junkyard, the Walt wants them to meet in the junkyard in Breaking Bad. He's like what's the, what the the mall was closed what and the, they talk oh, right. why why, why are we doing this meet here and jesse well, says yes oh, yeah, is, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, is it gonna why we, what why, why don't you just do it at taco cabeza that's right and so we were oh, talking we, about the story. possibility yeah, yeah. of this yeah. being taco cabeza. taco that's cabeza first. Yeah. so we pitched it out i think it might even be in the cards as taco cabeza but oh, yeah know. so that the, that was the yeah. idea that it was like hey that walt gets so much shit for these like kind of clandestine, right. super secret meetings. It's so not it's where like, they normally right, do you it. You just go, you just make hey, a up Who wants swap. to be in like, a junkyard? Yeah, yeah why well, yeah, yeah. do it at a junkyard? Yeah, like, that's yeah. that's, that's it's crazy. A, it's so, a good place so to So it was kind of a, we, we thought of it as sort of a reference yeah. as well. Right. To, to, to what... And you're right, I'd
2: forgotten that. Was it was going to be Taco Cabeza. We were already, I think we had just started talking to the art department about drawing up what a Taco Cabeza logo would look like. But then we found this amazing El Michoacano restaurant which is a real place that you can go eat at and hmm. I suggest you do when you're in Albuquerque <laughs> and be nice and uh, and uh, respectful but order lots of food order and it's food.
3: Uh, and use the tip jar
2: and use yes. the tip jar uh, but it it is uh, that's the way that place actually looks it's a wonderful uh, color scheme and it's just really it looks like our amazing production designer and art department came up with it but it's it's real so we yeah. we figured uh, why fight this amazing free art direction and yeah. so let's not make it taco cabeza also mm. i feel like yeah. it
0: fits in because we hear in what in episode 301 i guess when when the cousins are coming up and the the kid on the the truck is talking about like oh the gangsters the the from yeah. Michoacano which yeah. is mm-hmm. a you know province in Mexico yeah. and so it Michoacano, seems like yeah. they, or mm-hmm. sorry, yeah. uh, that they they seems like that maybe we were the center of the yeah. sort of Audio cartel or some
2: of that mm. that oh, group the neighborhood is coming. The, yeah. the, oh. the Salamanca uh, family in, in our fictional yeah, world. Yeah. That yeah, that, that they seem to be centered. Not, not uh, no offense to the real place. I like that it's broad daylight yeah. though.
4: I, I love I that it's broad. Yeah. Daylight. Well, it's because it's 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 a more interesting thought to hold in your head that you're walking around and these deals are happening, you know, wherever Everywhere. you're walking by, rather than like some deep dark place you'd never see. Absolutely, it's and it feels, long feels long. much more
1: real. We're gonna wrap up just a second. I have another question about Tuco, but I, Ray, I know you have to go. Um, but thanks a lot for, I don't, I'd be remiss. I Sad Kelly's not here to say goodbye, but, yeah. uh,
3: thanks a lot for we're lucky coming to, have to you have thanks so much Ray have, uh, I love
2: doing this hope, thank you for presenting us to the satellite awards
3: yeah. you and those uh, lucky people seeing you with your, your translucent panels <laughs> translucent
2: so, I like. so yeah. you and PFAB which is P-Fab. Gen, which is Jen Carroll's name for Patrick Fabian is yes. it yes he's the nicest man on the planet Yeah, the <laughs> Patrick I mean, Fabian's a great guy, a guy I love he him he's, he's so good alright
4: thank you guys so much for having me I will uh Thank Not, you, Ray. i you while you're still doing
2: your podcast. Oh, you know, one thing. Say one hi thing. to the satellite awards, people. Okay. That's right. Tell them we, we appreciate the, uh, the uh, we all appreciate the, uh, the, the nominations, yes. the recognition. So uh, It's I always sad.
1: Always sad for him. So we're
2: going
3: to talk about the rage, raging bull sequence. Well, the
1: well, yes, definitely. Yeah, and the, uh, but bef- right before that, All I
2: got to say first, Jim Beaver, it's so great uh to have Lawson back on the show. Mm-hmm. He is such a sweet guy. He is a I think Jim actually is a Marine uh Vietnam vet. He uh, said he was. When we were he he when we were
0: doing the scene, he he pulled me aside and he's like, "Hey, I just wanted to say like guys did a good job on this he's like i was a marine for, really i think he was a marine for like eight years or something either four or eight years i can't remember what, how, how many terms he, he did but he so said we that it felt that the relationship that we that they had towards their gun felt like something because it's it is an intimate relationship when you're a marine well, sniper it's, not a gun,
2: it's a rifle to start yes. There. <laughs> yes. We'll start there. I am not a marine
0: sniper, nor have I ever been. But that he he felt he appreciated that that it was it felt it felt good to him. It felt, yeah. felt right. So I, I love
3: the way he the way he and uh, Jonathan Banks kind of bond they, in that they, scene. There's yeah. there's this, there's all this unspoken history that these guys seem to share. It, it's to me it's it's, it's mm-hmm. actually that's that's kind of a perfect. Yeah. A perfect little scene there between, and I so it's so exciting to like get a, those yeah. two guys together because, of course, they yeah. were never in a scene on Breaking Bad together ever.
2: It's like a master class watching yeah. these two mm-hmm. great actors. So, well, simplify to Jim Beaver and, and all the, yeah. Uh, all the, the, the,
3: the moment to me
1: that really sticks out of that whole scene, besides the stuff we already talked about, is, is the way he's like, yeah, whatever, re, you know, repeat business is. How I make my living? Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. he's just like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't bother him at all that he mm-hmm. lo- didn't have this, what, you know, however many thousands of dollars he was going to make off some, yeah. you know, unmarked gun. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, next time.
2: If, if you're going to
1: buy an illegal weapon, so real. He yeah.
2: is the guy. He's yeah. the guy you want to yeah. buy it from. He is so. He is another guy like like Mike Ermentroth. It It's. I have net every now and then. I think to myself. This guy's such a wonderful. I'm, I'm not talking about Jim Beaver anymore. I'm talking about the character. He's such a wonderful. I'd love to have a beer with this guy. I'd love to buy a gun from this guy. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. This guy, he's a stone criminal. Right. He'd, he's not asking what these guns are going to be used for. He'd probably sell a gun to a guy who's going to kill his wife with it. I mean, who knows? So so there's this weird disconnect. It's not his business. It's yeah. not his business, but yeah. this is weird disconnect. These guys, these two characters, Mike Ermentrout and, and Lawson, Who's uh, the rest of Lawson's name? We don't we don't actually perhaps know, or his story. But uh, these guys are so square and above board, and and fundamentally on some level, not every level perhaps, but on some le- level fundamentally decent. There's this weird disconnect about the things that they are uh, ready, willing, and able to do. Yeah. It's I always find that yeah. fascinating. I think it's
0: for some of it it's it it's, they don't feel chaotic to me. Yeah. They feel like they have rules. Yeah. They feel like they have a code whether yeah. it's not exactly the code yeah uh, yeah okay you're gonna use this gun it, it's it's the moment in in Breaking Bad where he sells Walt the m60 yeah. which is a massive carnage weapon oh, yeah. and his and his his rule though but he, he doesn't just give it to him he has one rule which is this isn't gonna cross lines state lines yeah this it's, is gonna, like, like, it's like as long as, you're well, gonna as, long do, as you kill yeah, everyone, as long as, isn't right. the as long it's a right. massacre yeah, as in New Mexico, yeah, as long as it's a massacre in New Mexico, that's fine. Yes. It's whatever. Who am I to say what's right and wrong? But it's that yeah. even just yeah. that like small moment of having a rule, I feel like yeah. makes them feel like they're they're above board. Like they're going to tell you what they need and what the, and By the way, I wouldn't take Walter up. White's
2: word for anything.
0: No, I mean, <laughs> in that but in that situation, you kind of know Jim Beaver is dealing straight up, and Walt. Yeah, sure. It's not crossing. He wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't believe him if he said that. I believe in the
2: country. Is it? It's not. Well, it makes you wonder yeah.
3: if, if that's a good question because it makes you wonder if he's if he doesn't necessarily believe the guy. Why is he even? is, is he asking because there is. He is conscious of the fact he's doing something wrong. Can I that, tell
2: you this gets into? Yes, I'm sorry. to interrupt. Keep.
3: No, uh, I'm just. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. But
2: can I tell you this? This is an interesting. Not to make it too long. An aside, but. I don't think when we first came up with the character of Lawson, we had any idea that Mm -hmm. this guy would have any particular decency to him whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And coming back to Jim Beaver, Jim is such a sweet guy and a decent guy, a decent person, that we as writers, I'll speak for myself, but I think I'm probably speaking for you two guys as well, it kind of laps into the character. Mm -hmm laps as l-a-p-s it like it, 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 it overlaps into the way we perceive the character that this fine actor plays him and suddenly two or three uh appearances of this guy later he's got a code and he's a and he's uh he's uh on a on a par on a on a peer type level with uh mike Trout and and then it's like, wait a minute, this guy. But this guy will yeah. sell a gun to anyone. Really, that, this it's is like, this is the push pull in
3: yeah. the writers' room, and it's it's so important to have both. It's so important to go to to look at it in both ways. I remember yeah. this is a uh, this is a something that going back way back to Breaking Bad. I remember talking about George George Masteris was very concerned that we were being too easy on Jesse because we yeah. liked Aaron and we liked Jesse so much. That we were sort of mentally absolving him for everything that he did, yeah, and and I think that that's that's a uh, that was a it's good point. Not that not that the universe that we create here is 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 morally perfect, because that's, that's definitely that's, the one that's, we're that's living a, in. Ain't that's, either, not, so. that's not the way we're. That's not what we're trying to. I don't think that's what we're trying to do, but we're trying to at least see our for ourselves see the characters. From as many angles as we possibly can. I, yeah. I just think that's that's it's it's a fascinating thing because you're exactly right. If another actor had played Lawson in that very first episode, if we had you know, you could picture if someone had played him, you know, like a, a Razzo Rizzo type. Yeah, which he which could, which a could a have, yeah, could have it. easily yeah. been. Yeah, right. It would have been it would it would have been a very different feeling.
0: Yeah. But but also going I mean, there's a lot of shout outs for George, but Lawson uh, is also one of George's characters. That's right, and That's we met, miss George. And that we do. And in George's that first scene, I think he does a great job because he's. He he tries to not sell Walt the gun. Yeah, in that that's very true. First that's scene. true. And that's I feel like that's that from very nah, early on that nah, that code right. is. This, I think it it yeah.
3: filtered in with with Jim
0: Beaver. They they it mashed would, together. Yeah, so that it's that's true. Like, that's a good point. You're reminding me of just, something very important. You know, and, and like
3: it's, it's a contrast to Walt. That's right because Walt yeah. is so chaotic and driven by by his momentary passions that uh that Beaver, you're right and beaver's just a little bit more of a cool customer right. yeah that's so, a very that good point. So is.
2: by the way uh, uh kudos to you uh, uh for the uh, for all of the script but i mean all the gun stuff Ooh. uh you just you nailed all that, that t- stuff
0: uh, hopefully i i'm sure that i've screwed some things up but i tried to do some research and and uh ariel did some research for me on trying to find because we had to find guns that fit yeah. very that had that were great guns that had any particular issues that, that could come up yeah. anecdotally or, or excuse me whatever uh, we found that we, we did find the the uh, the M40 mm-hmm. when we were sort of trying to figure out if the scene was going to work and that was when we found in the room and it was like okay wait this yeah. this has this and it had an or, an early sort of mm-hmm. problem with the stock and yeah. that that it was in fact replaced and then we sort of looked and dug into the history so hopefully.
2: Well, there's the, nobody more passionate than gun nerds. So I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be, wow, oh, they, that's I'm not, s- that's not strictly true. That the blah, blah, I'm, I'm, blah, you know, but uh, it'll get people. I tried. <laughs> yeah. oh, I can say that. for, for anybody disagreeing with you. They'll enjoy, about, they'll, about they'll it. get enjoyment. I,
3: I, I did, with I did try. Understand.
0: It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I'm not yeah. sort of manipulating things just to. No, it's, it's fun. a great
2: scene. And, 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 uh, last I'll speak of it. Cause we've got to talk about the big finale, but, uh, right. um, Hats off to our construction guys and our uh, and our say, production yeah. designer uh, Tony for that that set. Uh, that is a set, not a real motel room, and wow. it is based on photos uh, and, and screen grabs and whatnot of the original set that uh, back on Breaking Bad that uh, mm-hmm. that no longer exists. That was now. Uh, and on Breaking Bad was that a set as well?
3: I believe it was. I, yeah, a set, Yeah.
2: Uh, designed by uh, Mark Freeborn, our production designer, a wonderful mm-hmm. production designer on that show. So yeah. So they, but it looked
0: like I mean you walked in there and it, they, down, there's little details some of which probably didn't even isn't that apparent to camera but like there's there's sort of water stains on the yeah on the, on the ceiling up in the corner like in the, the far yes. corner coming is, down from the ceiling and it's yeah. that thing that you see in some in cheap motels where like or you know places that are a little down at the heels or or old that. At some point, the sprinkler system went off upstairs, yeah. and it's just dribbled mm-hmm. or the roof you know? just no, the or the rain roof yeah, 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 just things like that. That it doesn't mean it's not you know up to code, just that it's yeah. a little bit down at the heels. So
2: that's uh, that's a great great uh, ball motel room yeah. set, yeah, really good job. So now well, the big oh, ending, huh? but
1: right before the ending, this of little details. There's a moment in that scene right at the beginning with Tuco and Crazy Eight. Where he's counting the money, mm-hmm. and he like OCD style turns the money and looks at him <laughs> like, "You fucking kidding me with this? You're not gonna like Is I could that... kill you just yeah. for this." Yeah. yeah, was that? How did that come? Was that scripted? Was that Adam? Was that uh, no, Ray? Yeah,
0: that, uh, that's 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 scripted. Um, I love uh, that, that little bit, detail. It's like that that uh, that was a bit that it was like I was writing it and was like. So he's counting the money cuz we you know sort yeah. of talked about the the Center and I was just like he's counting the money that's really is how is there something we can do here for with him and it, I don't know I just, was I was a touch. just sort of I, it. I just sort of threw it in and he, Ray, Ray does it fantastically it and he does it better. he does it way better it's than so I it. but he's just like cuz like, he oh, just oh, looks oh. at it like oh,
2: yeah, gotta get, really, get that twenty dollar bill facing exactly in the right facing in the right yeah. direction. That's a and great touch.
0: So I, I, I was happy when it, it sort of. I mean,
1: he's psychotic of in every part of his life. Yes. Oh yeah. And especially. He's consistent. Yes. Yes. And, and, yeah. and then when he gets yes. outside on, with Mike, he's on,
3: and he's on back on meth. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yay! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's
0: back on meth. Oh my yeah. God. It's been too long. <laughs>
1: and that how, uh, talk about a little bit about that scene, the 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 climax, that fight that that mike's plan his his alternate plan to shooting the guy is to antagonize him
0: well we that I think came about we were you know we, we had a lot of conversations about it because we knew we want we were like okay he's not going to kill him we know this because he's alive in the future right. okay we wanted to you know we knew that he went to jail and we yeah. were thinking well, is there a fun way that that he he contrives to send him to jail so we had to think okay how would he send him to jail does he just Inform on him. Well, that's not. That's both. That's the easy that's way. It's the out.
2: easy way out. And it's that's not the, very interesting. That's a slack jawed rat way and, out. And and the point that he
0: made. And some of these arguments actually make them make their way in into the into the episode. It's like, well, so okay, so you somebody informs on you. You go to jail, and now you're thinking, who the fuck informed on you yep. yeah. And you start looking through your shop, and that yeah. turns up Nacho. So yeah. that doesn't solve the problem. Right. So he just sort of kind of sort of. Eventually, I think the, the thing that we, we came started talking about was like, okay, so the best way to do this is to get him to commit, and not to, to cause Nacho to be under suspicion, is for Tuco to commit a crime that Nacho's not involved in. We know he commits crimes, so we yeah. know he's a criminal, yeah. we also know he has an incredibly short fuse, so that was sort of the genesis, and we started p- figuring out how that would work, how it would work that... That Mike would do this, and that he wouldn't feel it wouldn't feel like he was being stupid or reckless, but but that he was willing to take this risk in order to kind of get him to to what kind of crime he could sort of induce Tuco to commit, um, and that that sort of led into the. This, this beating that he's willing to take and, and uh. well
1: and i love the way how how mike i mean Jonathan's playing it but how mike is playing this dupe this like yeah. well, i don't know i'm sorry buddy I'm sorry, like know oh, <laughs> just my social security check but not, and then but in that last moment like that all yeah. you got like fuck, i love yeah, that. Yeah, i love yeah. that so much
2: yeah, yeah. that's yeah. such a great that's just that's such a great yeah that's like pure useful man that's it's, just it's, that is so and cool. also
0: it's just that, that moment where he like it goes from okay he's given him he's given him the wallet what this we know that mike could take him out we know that mike what's he doing like we here, see yeah. when he pulls the gun mike disarms him almost instantly yeah, yeah. it's not like it's a, a problem for him so it gives you a
2: clear idea that the might mike, mike might have taken a bit of a beating but not nearly the i he, i think he would have he could have he could have killed this guy sure. if he, if he not pure mono a mano, brute force, but using some trick, some Krav God takedown Something, or yeah. some hidden knife in the neck or I don't know what he would have done, but he wouldn't have taken this beating if yeah. he didn't if he didn't feel it was in, in oddly enough, ultimately in the best interest of all involved. Yeah. yeah. But there and is it,
3: there's an element though that Mike is freely allowing himself to be punished and for what is is, mm-hmm. is Mike, That's interesting and Mike, too. And Mike has Mike has such carries such and Jonathan does such a great job of conveying this uh, with so few words he he carries such a burden for all his all his past sins that in some ways i don't i mean i don't know this is maybe this is the raging bull of it in some ways i, I feel like this is um there's 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 another level to this it's yeah. not it's not this mm-hmm. this, this not this right. that and i think he he feels on some level maybe he thinks he deserves i don't know there's it's there's there's all kinds of I find this character so fascinating because he says so little, but there's so much to him, and that's uh, that's that's uh, that's, uh, that's that's just one of the things that comes up for me, especially in the end when just says, "You know, you went a long way not to pull that trigger," and and that which you know as Gordon, Gordon wrote so beautifully, and and you just we never answer, yeah, mm-hmm. we never answer why exactly. Nacho's
2: why exactly asking, is that? Yeah, Nacho's asking the question. The audience will no doubt be asking why on earth, especially the audience who knows him as a as a as a stone cold mm-hmm. assassin from Breaking Bad. Why go so far not to not kill a guy who? I mean he he says you would have done the world a favor he's yes. not he's right yeah and that's, we know there's, that. there's no equivocating yeah, yeah. that we, right. we know
3: that better yeah. we know that better we in the audience know that better anyone who's watched breaking bad knows knows that better than anyone yeah. and so it's it's uh i don't know there's something that's it's something fascinating and it, it's just the uh about that isn't
2: it well, i'm glad you brought up the raging bull of it because i think that was that wonderful movie was a uh was a bit of an inspiration mm-hmm. in the room as well that amazing mm-hmm. scene where uh where De Niro, uh, where... where uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh, beats up uh, uh, Jake LaMotta, just beats him to a pulp because Jake LaMotta just stand, just holds onto the rope and stands there and takes it as some sort of penance for, for beating up his brother, uh, as I recall. It's been a while since I've seen it. But uh, great sequence, great movie, and, and uh, you know, uh, gotta give a tip of the hat, it was a bit of an inspiration for this, because you're mm-hmm. right, I mean, he's... Uh, Mike is much more practical, Minded than I think Jake LaMotta is in the movie, but but there is an element of feels like an element of penance in there, mm-hmm. along with the very meat and potatoes practicality of, you know, I'll make twenty five grand, mm-hmm. uh, I won't have to kill the guy, eh, you know, I can take a beating, so it's and, not the end of the world. And it's all and it's, it's a really bad beating. It's, oh, it's, it's man. all uh, it's
3: it's all about it's all and it's all about Stacy. You know, yeah, it's and all for Stacy. all about it's all about Stacy yeah. and Kaylee, and it and and what's that about? I mean, yeah. some of that yeah. is because he wants to be in their lives, and some of it's because he feels guilty because yeah, he he. I mean, just there's a, there's there's all those levels, uh, <laughs> but, and of course, by the way, just on a more technical level, uh, what a beautifully shot sequence, oh, yeah. and, 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 and and there are really, some yeah. there are some. Boy, Adam and Skip, uh, Skip McDonald, who who just edited the hell edited out of the, the sequence. Edited the hell out of yeah. the sequence. Uh, they yeah. they pull some. They pulled There are some wonderful uh, editing tricks in that sequence. Yeah.
0: yeah, they did a bunch with with the the big punch uh, that is. I can't. How they, they, it's like they shot it in regular speed, and then we sped it up. And then there's some crazy there's angles these, too. These, yeah. There's, there's that, one yeah, that, that, that I, I think, think cur- they shot it yeah. regular yeah. speed, but they did it slow. That's motion, right. That was it. And then it's played fast. fast. That's yeah. So it, it, there's there's a series of like mind bending things in the, that really like,
2: painful hit. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, and Ray uh, plays Ray Cruz plays a great maniac, but of course uh, he's he's very careful in real life to 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 not. Hurt anyone, and, and certainly not hurt uh, Jonathan. So they they're very careful about playing that. But yeah, his fist moved it, mm-hmm. you know, very slowly, and then Jonathan mimed yeah. his face getting all squished and distorted, and and played it. Yeah, like and, and I, it it was it fascinating sense. to watch the dailies. Wow. Yeah. The
3: dailies of that because it looks almost comical in the dailies. <laughs> it looks very comical. And then and then yeah. it's I don't think it's just a simple speed up. I think actually it's um skip, skip I think took, frames took frames out. Skip used skip used very carefully. He very carefully took frames out to maximize the impact. And of course because of that each frame is sharper than it would be anyway there's no blur yeah and it so it has a it has a very it's brutal uh brutal impact kind of
2: hyper real hyper real yeah.
3: and then also then uh we already talked about the amazing makeup job that bill yeah. polaski did but the bill polaski and his team added uh some some flying blood here and there to help matt help the shots match and all, yeah. all all knit together it's it's a it's a team effort. And the and scene
2: it, at the end as well with the swollen eye. That's, that's completely right. that, cr- that only exists on a computer. It didn't exist in real life. Yeah.
3: And then there's the great shot
0: that, that Adam got through the glass as the cops. Are oh, shooting. that's the, a The part one. that sort of puts you completely in Mike's head at that moment, which I think is great. So how do you
2: do that? Is a piece of warped glass? Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't exactly know what the.
2: And the someone th- kind of th- just th- held it in front of the lens and yeah. kind of moved it around yeah, a little the, bit. Yeah, as
0: the cops are doing their pull. And I think it's great. I think the mix is great there too because they're just. Yeah. It's just. Quiet, and we're like, "What's happening here?" And then suddenly, we're back. in Nick the
2: Forshager and uh, and, uh, our, and our, our wonderful mixers, Larry and Kevin, they uh, our sound crew uh, did such a great job. That that make, that mm-hmm. the sound effects, the uh, and the music that Dave Porter mm-hmm. uh, created for that sequence is just uh, all. Ever, all all pistons firing uh, on this nice. one. Just everyone doing a great job working together to make we're, a really really memorable and disturbing scene. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: we're we're getting the we're getting the high sign that we have to wrap up. One
2: one,
0: one thing that I also think we're just in terms of the end, that last shot of the 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 the, the, the car pulling out of Mike's car pulling out and the yeah. wind carrying away. We were not. I, I oh, we got to talk about that. I just feel like sometimes yeah. you know it's like, oh, you guys must have been doing all these magic things. It just so happened to be crazy windy all of a sudden as we were shooting out there, and like I, I didn't have anything prepared, but the, the crew all, all, all of a sudden has goggles and buffs around their faces because yeah. uh-huh. they're used to shooting in these conditions yeah. in New Mexico, because they're and they're, tough as nails. But like, suddenly it's, it's we've got gusting wind and it's dust blowing, and it looked so cool in the middle of the night, and then that down. is a magical last it's,
2: shot it's so great. And, that and, and the it's way that really, dust disappears yeah, like like he was never there and it's really
3: yeah. jonathan driving i believe yeah it's really just
2: that's Jonathan. Right. Was and that wasn't and extra fuller's earth or anything they on the ground nothing. that was just there that's just
0: that's just how windy it was that's and just albuquerque how, and the yeah. the dust and filth and industrial waste that we were all kind <laughs> of <laughs> breathing
2: in because that's the old train yard where they used yeah. to build locomotives back in the 40s and whatnot and it's a wonderful location uh then that 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 dust hit that that the, when it all goes away yeah. with them, it's fantastic. It's haunting. Yeah, it's just. I, I, when yeah.
0: I, I saw that in the cut, and I was like, "Oh God, Barry, that's
2: because it's just a perfect oh, yeah. ending of just like." How could we not gorgeous. have it in the cut? It's it gorgeous. goes away. It's and, gorgeous. Uh, As a matter of fact, we held on it. I think six or eight frames longer still than we would have after the dust is gone, just because it's just like, yeah, that shit just happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That 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 really happened. So that was well, awesome.
1: Another great episode. Um, thank. I'm sad Kelly's not here to wrap yeah. things up, but um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for coming in. And, Should
2: we uh, do Kelly's thing?
1: Uh, yeah. So Gordon, will you uh, will you take us out with your best? Better call Saul in the style of Bob Odenkirk as Saul Goodman. Go for it.
0: Better call Saul. Pretty,
1: that was pretty
2: yeah. good. Right, that's yeah, pretty Gordon. Hey, Gordon. All awesome. Right, we're gonna keep him around